Hi guys, it's me, Lindsay Pinchuk, host and founder of Dear Found Her. And before we get into today's episode, I have some exciting news. You've asked and I'm answering. We're taking Dear Found Her live for some much anticipated networking events starting this fall. We'll be kicking things off where I live in Chicagoland with the goal to add more cities to our lineup in 2024. Our events will be free. You just have to be a female founder, but you'll have to RSVP. So make sure you get on our list so that you are the first to know when registration goes live. Space is limited. The link's in the show notes. I can't wait to meet you. Dear Founder, as you know, there's no blueprint for entrepreneurship. You wear so many hats, you burn the midnight oil, you pour your heart and soul into everything that you do. But without a doubt, the journey is worth every single second that you put into it. I'm Lindsay Pinchuk, host of the Dear Founder podcast. I say this because I've lived it for over a decade. I started my first company with $500 in my pocket and a baby in my belly. I grew it and I sold it all. This podcast is my weekly letter to you. We'll talk all things starting, growing, nurturing, and in some cases, even selling a business. Together with some of my closest contacts, I'm here to help you find your own success, whatever that means to you. The ride as a founder is the ride of your life. So come on in and join me for another episode that will get you one step closer to reaching your own founder goals. Welcome back to another episode of Dear Founder. In case you missed it, last Thursday, I shared the step-by-step instructions for implementing two partnership strategies into your marketing plan. You're going to want to make sure to listen to that episode as it segues really nicely into what we're talking about today, which is planning for 2024. I know I've shared it and I just want to share it again, but I have been having a hard time dropping regular content both here and on social media right now, given the state of the world. But I do realize that your business and my business are both moving forward, and it's important that we stay up to date and on top of what's going around, going on around us and how it impacts our business. I also think it's really important to continue to share and support the stories of the many female founders that we profile here each and every week. As we move into the final months of the, of the year, today's conversation is really more important than ever before. So before we get into it, I just wanted to say hi, I'm Lindsay Pinchuk, and for those of you who are new around here, I have been building brands for nearly 25 years. After a decade working in sales and marketing for some of the biggest media companies in the world, I started my own company back in 2010 with just a $500 investment. I grew that business to reach 3 million users per month across multiple platforms and generate seven figures in revenue for six years straight. I didn't have a marketing budget, and I started my community from scratch. I built this company through practical, cost-effective, organic marketing strategies. This was all before I led its acquisition to a large agency holding company in 2019. Two years later, I exited with one goal, to support other female founders and businesswomen through their own entrepreneurship journeys. Today, I use my expertise and my experience and my proven strategies to make marketing simple for you and your brand. Honestly, that's it. My mission is very straightforward. So if you like what you're hearing on today's episode, please make sure you subscribe so that you never miss another episode of Dear Founder. Just click the plus sign at the top right-hand corner of my podcast page on Apple Podcasts. And if you like what you're hearing, you can scroll down and drop a five-star rating or a review, or you can simply visit www.ratethispodcast.com forward slash Dear Founder. So today's episode is 
dovetailing onto what we talked about at last week's Dear Founders, Found Her Friday event. We had over 70 women register to join us in person here in the suburbs of Chicago. And just a bit of background, my company, my first company was an events-based company and I sold it and then COVID hit. And once COVID hit, we pivoted to online events. And after I left, I, I honestly wasn't sure that I'd ever do events again. But events are really important. Events build connection. They allow you to show your expertise. They allow your community to connect with one another. They allow you to garner testimonials. They allow you to talk to your customers. There are so many reasons why events are so important. And so many of you had been asking me to meet up with other female business owners that I decided I would give it a try and test out a few concepts in the last part of this year. So you guys have really shown up so enthusiastically. Our first event in September had over 50 women at Town & Oak, a restaurant here on the North Shore of Chicago. And this past Friday, we had just over 60 at Bright Bowls in Highland Park, Illinois. Our final event in 2023 will be on December 1st. You can find the link in the show notes for more information about this. And moving into 2024, I really would like to be hosting events here in Chicago once a month and hopefully in other cities every single month as well. So please stay tuned because that is the goal. That is the plan. And usually when I say something, I, I make it happen. <laughs> so hopefully I'll be meeting you in a city near you soon. When you register for Found Her Fridays, I ask you what your current pain points are with your business. It's really important for me to know and to understand what it is that you're facing because it might be different than what I'm facing. And I use those responses to formulate our networking conversations at our events. It only makes sense if we're talking about what's important to you, right? So this month, as I went through the registrations, as I did last time, there were three things that stuck out to me and three things that were really repeated over and over and over again. Number one was preparing for 2024. Number two was getting new business and growing your business. And then number three was social media for your business. So we ended up talking about preparing for 2024 and getting new business and growing your business at our event. And I gave a couple of quick tips for, for social media, but I did say that next month we were going to be talking about setting up your social media for 2024, as well as your elevator pitch. So if you're in Chicago and you come to that event, that is what you can expect to talk about. And I also will be bringing some of that conversation onto the podcast. So have no fear. But when it comes to preparing for 2024, now is really the time to start doing it, especially if you haven't started already. So here are the things that I would be doing right now. Number one is I would set aside one to two hours a week and devote it to preparing for next year. Put it in your calendar and keep it like an appointment. You want to make a list of your goals for 2024. What is it that you want to accomplish? And you can set things that are small. You can set pie in the sky goals. Write it all down. Get it all out on paper. And then you want to make a list of what you need to do to make each one of these happen. And then you want to set a timeline for tackling these goals. You do not want to try to do it all at once. You really want to try to do this one at a time. And you want to take that one to two hours that you set aside every week and go through the list of what it is that you need to do in order to tackle these goals. 
once you have this list in front of you, it's a lot easier to tackle and to move through the motions of actually achieving it. So that's kind of the process that I want you guys to put into place as you think about 2024. But I also wanted to share that when I asked the room at Founder Fridays last week, what are the women in the room doing right now to prepare for next year? I wanted to share some of their answers and some of the things that they're working on. And I do want to apologize because I did not write notes this time and I did not write down who said what. So I sincerely apologize for that. Um, A lot of people talked about calling clients to renew contracts and to ask clients if they needed their services in the new year. People talked about starting to prepare their taxes and their finances, looking at budgets for next year to see what they could spend money on, what they can invest in, if there are any big projects that they can that they can spend on. Some people talked about scheduling events. There were numerous people who actually said they planned events. They were scheduling out events, securing venues and contracts for 2024. And then a big one was that people were interviewing for new hires so that they could have people in place in the roles that they want to have in place right after the holidays so that they're not starting the interview process in January. They're interviewing now. So in addition to setting your goals and figuring out what you need to do to achieve them for 2024, it's really important that you are also using some time. And I would say this would be additional time. So maybe an additional hour a week to make sure that you're set up to market your business in 2024. Many of you are telling me on social media and my DMs, responding to my emails, sending me emails that there isn't enough time for marketing. You don't know where to start. You don't have systems in place and it's just overwhelming. And I will say that as a small business owner, yes, it is. I get overwhelmed with it and that's what I do for a living. I do it for other people and when it comes to myself, I find it overwhelming. But it's really important and imperative that you take the time to put those systems in place so that you can market your business effectively in the new year. And I want to preface that We're going to be talking more about this next week at this time on this podcast, especially as it relates to, you know, marketing for 2024. But right now, in order to set yourself up to start getting new business for next year, which we're going to talk about in a second, it's important that you build marketing your business into your weekly tasks. And bigger picture, it's important that you have a process in place to make your marketing simple. It does not have to be complicated and you do not have to do everything. So as you think about 2024 and what you can do right now, one of the easiest ways to grow your customer base is through partnerships. You hear me talk about this all the time. And this is something that I'm working with many of my clients right now. I am reaching out and I am setting partnerships up for them for January, February, and March. We have schedules, we have plans intact, we are getting things on the books because really and truly things shut down the last two weeks of December. So you want to be able to hit the ground running and have things in place right when you return from the holidays. So as you prepare for the new year, you've heard me say this before, but pick one to two partnership ideas and start reaching out to entities to work with to execute them. When you partner with other businesses, you borrow their communities and thus you grow your own. So start scheduling these out. Start getting them into place to run. You can grab in my show notes. I have 
a free guide. It's 30 ideas for partnerships. It's totally free. The link is in the show notes and it will hopefully help you get the creative juices flowing as to how you can work with other entities to build and grow your own community. And then again, next week, we're going to talk about building a process to simplify your marketing. So more on that next week. I just wanted to kind of put that in. Hi guys, it's me, Lindsay Pinchuk, host of Dear Founder. One of the strategies I use to build my own companies and that of my clients is simple partnership marketing. So many of you have been asking for instructions to execute the many partnership ideas I talk about. So I put them all together for you in an easy to follow and easy to use ebook. The Partnership Blueprint for Small Business is a step-by-step guide to reaching thousands of new customers. Within this 40 plus page book, you'll find eight strategies for partnership marketing execution. This includes everything from collaborative content, Instagram lives, creating user-generated content programs, email swaps, and much more. What I do for each is include a description of the opportunity and what's needed for success, step-by-step instructions for execution, templates and swipe swipe files so that you can reach out to possible partners, both through email and DM, and then best practices. This ebook is for you if you're looking to build meaningful ongoing relationships with partners within your niche, find new customers, increase your brand awareness among the right customers, and grow your community surrounding your brand. I gave the book a test run among some of my past students, and not only was the feedback amazing, but one of my past students, Ellie Ander, founder of Chicago North Shore Moms, said, I love the templates, and I really love the idea of an email swap. I hadn't thought of that before. So the link to grab a copy of your own is in the show notes, and you can start using these ideas right now. If you have any questions, please feel free to drop me a line at lindsay at lindsaypinchuk.com or shoot me a DM at lindsaypinchuk. And now back to the show. In terms of getting new business, there are a few things that you can do and should be doing right now to prepare for 2024. So we just talked about setting up partnerships prior to the commercial break. We talked about how next week we're going to we're going to discuss making your marketing process simple and we are. But here are some things that I think are really underestimated that you can and should be doing right now. And I said this at Founder Fridays last week, but How many of you guys talk about what it is that you do? How many of you actually on social media, in your emails, in conversations, when you run into people, how many of you share what it is that you do? It's really funny because I can tell you that I have, there are numerous people that I know in my life that I can't tell you what they do, but I know they work. And it's because they don't tell me. So, you know, I want you to think about, Do you tell people what you do? And how many of you reach out to people and tell them what exactly you offer? This is going to sound very basic, but if you're not actually talking about what it is that you do, how is anyone supposed to know? So many of us are guilty of not selling ourselves and not sharing what it is that we do and how people can hire us or transact with us or our companies. I will share with you that when I first left Bump Club and Beyond, it was fall of 2021, and I sent an email to everyone I knew, and I said, I'm taking clients. I can help you grow your businesses through all of these different strategies that I use to build Bump Club. 
And I ended up landing a few clients right away. And that got me kind of through until the beginning of 2022. And in the beginning of 2022, I started teaching some classes and I started taking on some other clients. And then I reached a little bit of a lull because I hadn't really been marketing myself and I hadn't been talking about what it is that I did. And then I started to do that. I started sharing on LinkedIn and on Instagram specifically how you could work with me. Not just, you know, not, I wasn't just sharing my expertise. I did share knowledge and information and education, but I flat out said, if this is how, if, if you want to work with me, here are the three ways that you can work with me. And when I started talking about my business and what I helped others to achieve and what my goal was when you hired me, other people started to inquire about my services. So it's really important that you take those steps and actually talk about what it is that you offer, even if it feels a little hard at first. And then the second thing I want to bring up about this is that my non-compete is running up um, in January. So I had a non-compete when I sold my business that I could not really work. It, it was very limited, but it, working to working, I couldn't work with products that were aimed at expectant parents. So that was kind of the, the gist of it. And it's up in January. And so I love marketing to moms. I love helping brands in the baby space. Obviously, I did that for 10 years. And so I started reaching out to past clients of mine and past brands that I worked with saying, hey, my non-competes up. I'd love to take on some projects if you have them. I started reaching out two or three weeks ago, and I probably reached out to 10 to 12 contacts at first. And I got six to eight meetings within the first I don't know, two weeks, all it takes is reaching out and telling people what it is that you are doing and how you can help them and asking them, can we set up time to talk? So now that I've shared that with you, I just want to share with you some of the steps that you need to take to drum up business. And only after you take these steps, are you allowed to reassess that it's not working? So I want you to do these things first, all of them, there's seven of them. So number one, I want you to send an email or a reintroduction email to everyone you know. I want you to tell them what you've been up to, how they can work with you, how and who you are. How, uh, sorry. I want you to tell them what you've been up to, how they can work with you, and how they can support you. So even if they can't, they're not in the market to hire you necessarily, they can still support you by following you on social media, by signing up for your newsletter, by telling other people about you. And I want to share an example. There is a um, woman in business here. Her name is Stacy Ditka, and she was actually supposed to be at Founder Fridays on Friday, and she ended up having a meeting, but I digress. And Stacy had a career change earlier in the year, and I got her email basically outlining exactly what it is that I just told you to do. And I wrote her back, and I said, I love seeing this email. And she said, I am doing it because you told me to do it. And within the first two hours of sending the email, I got five inquiries. And so it works. It works. And so I want you to send that email out and say, please feel free to refer me. So number two, I want you to find and attend at least one networking event per month. Go with intention to get your name out there. And I know one a month sounds like a lot, but it really isn't. And when you go to a networking event and you start mingling and talking to people, things start happening. Number three, I want you to look within your network and set up at least 
two coffee or lunches or Zooms per month with people in your network. These are people you know, these are people that you engage with, that you interact with, but I want you to go into these meetings with a different lens. I want you to go into these meetings saying, this is what I do. Tell me what you do. How can I help you? And here's how you can help me. And have an intention, have an actual intention when you go into those meetings or say, I would like to meet with you because I would like to talk to you about X, Y, and Z. Do you have 15 minutes? So that's a first place to start. Number four is I want you to ask three people in your network each month, who can you introduce me to that might need X, Y, and Z from me? Ask these people for 15 minutes of your time. When you network with people, you want to make sure that you ask them about what they do and you want to let them know that you're there to help them as well. So I think that's just a really important sidebar that I want to point out. Number five, I want you to make a list of 20 contacts that you could actually do work for or work with. And I want you to send those 20 contacts a very straightforward note about what it is that you do and ask them if you can set up a call. This is a different email than the reintroduction email. This is a very straightforward con- like outreach that says, I know you do this and this is what I've been doing to help do this. Are you looking for help in that area right now? Would you like to set up a call? Very straightforward and very targeted. And then last but not least, I want to share this because this was a tip that I shared just in terms of securing new business. But one of the greatest tips that I recently saw was from a friend um, who has been on this podcast, Elisa Licht. And she said, and this, she was actually sharing this from someone else, but I saw this on a reel she created, that when you send out a proposal and you're going to follow up, don't follow up with the words, I'm just following up. Say instead, does it make sense for us to move forward? Let's set up a call to discuss this. It is a much more powerful statement. It is a much more direct statement. And I will tell you, it works. So I hope this conversation gives you ideas to think about as you look forward to next year. You really do want to get ahead of things so that you're ready to roll after the holidays and dive into 2024. And we're going to be talking a lot about that right here. Don't forget, you can grab my ebook in the show notes, The Partnership Blueprint for Small Business, a step-by-step guide to reaching thousands of new customers. It's linked in the show notes. And just a heads up, this blueprint is the first of many. Stay tuned for so much more as I work to make marketing simple for you and your brand. Just a sneak peek, I'll be dropping another ebook soon called Marketing Made Simple, a Blueprint for Small Business, a step-by-step guide to setting up your systems in 30 days. It is amazing. It will help you to tackle that marketing overwhelm and to get you and your processes in place as we move into the new year. So stay tuned for that. It's coming sooner than you think. I want to thank you guys for listening. I want you to to thank you for being here. If you have any feedback, please feel free to reach out. And please stay tuned because we have more coming your way this Thursday with Dana Runyon, co-founder of Sticker Beans. Have a great day. Hi guys, it's me, Lindsay. So many of you reach out and ask me how you can work with me and how I can support your business. So I figured I'd simply tell you right here. 
Since leaving the company I founded and sold, I've helped dozens of companies, big and small, build their organic marketing strategies through my signature method, Sweep. Sweep utilizes social media, your website, emails, events, partnerships, and publicity to generate and execute cost-effective, community-centric marketing strategies to ignite your brand. Big companies hire my do-it-for-you services where I build your strategy and work with your team to implement it or find you the right resources to do so. I also offer limited do-it-with-you services where I guide you along the process of doing it yourself. You can also bring me into your company for a keynote address or a workshop to help your team level up and ignite your brand. If you're looking for that added layer of guidance, please reach out. There's a link in my show notes. Book a call with me and let's see how we can work together. I can't wait to meet you and to learn about your business. Now back to the show.